Season 2, Preview 2 of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast. On this preview, we will be taking an in-depth look at the Pearl River Central Blue Devils. This week's episode is brought to you by Pearl River Community College. Katie Cake and Company located at 109 West Canal Street in Picayune. And Robertson Brothers Used Cars located on Highway 11 South in Picayune. This week's Spotlight interview is sponsored by Advantage Insurance Company. For all your commercial and personal insurance needs, come by Advantage Insurance. They're located at 4201 Suite B, Highway 11 North in Picayune, or call Miss Shauna Oder at 601-749-8780. This week we were able to sit down with the new football coach of the Pearl River Central Blue Devils, Coach Jacob Owen. Let's hear what he had to say. We're privileged enough tonight to have a first-year head coach out at Pearl River Central out of the PRC Blue Devils, Jacob Owen, joined the podcast. And, Jacob, man, we know you're extremely busy, brother, and uh, it's that time of year, but we appreciate uh, stealing some time with you tonight. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys for uh, for doing this. And uh, you know, anything that, that we can do to, you know, uh, get our young kids out there and, and promote football and promote our program, I think is, is a very, very good thing. And uh, I know you guys put a lot into it. Y'all always do a do a fantastic job. And we're very, you know, we're all super impressed with, you know, what you guys do for, for Port River County football. And uh, we appreciate y'all. Well, thank you, Coach. And, uh, of course, Jeff uh, by my side here is, as usual. And um, we actually – have a, a pretty good relationship with you that dates back to your uh, Popperville coaching days there as the offensive coordinator. And normally what we would do, Coach, is uh, what we did with Jay last week is is go backwards and look a year back and then uh, preview uh, this coming year. But with you, if it's all right, man, we'd like our listeners, uh, most of our listeners are local but not all. And so we'd like them to have a chance just to kind of know your your story, your background. We know that you played at Pearl River Central, so this is a, a really special situation for you to be a, a first-year coach for them coming into this year. But, Jacob, just tell us uh, some of your coaching background, if you would, how you got here. Well, uh, I thought, uh, you know, for a long time, I, I wanted to play as long as I could. Um, I didn't know if I'd get the opportunity, but I did. I got the opportunity to play at Pearl River, and I was uh, – I was a redshirt quarterback there and had a couple of guys in front of me, and uh, they ended up turning out to be All-Americans. You know, Charlie Reed, <laughs> uh, he was a very good player, and, you know, behind him was Garrett Tapper and Daniel Forrester, uh, both very good quarterbacks. And, uh, you know, I sat down with Coach Maxfield, and he asked me what I wanted to do, you know, for a living one day, and I told him I wanted to coach. And he gave me my first coaching job at Porter Community College when I was 19. Um, I was in charge of coaching quarterbacks, uh, and then he left uh, and ended up working under Coach Hatton uh, for two years coaching quarterbacks when I was uh, 20 and 21 years old. Um, I got my first, you know, real job, my first, you know, paid coaching job at Pearl River Central. Hey, I'm gonna uh, stop you, my- Coach. I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh, were y'all any good when you were helping uh, Coach Hatton? <laughs> I want to just kind of live in that moment. I I can remember some press box days where me and you would high five after a touchdown or something. You know, we were doing radio and you were up top. So we're not just gonna go through those years that quickly. We were in podcasts. We've got the time. Tell us uh, yeah. uh, the record or how y'all were when 
when you were in that stint there with Coach Hatton? I don't know if he's you know the best the best coach I've ever worked with, or I, I don't know. That's just, that's kind of hard to say, you know, who that is. But it was definitely the most fun <laughs> that I've had uh, in a long time working for somebody. It was uh, working for Coach Hatton, man. It was never a dull moment, and uh, you talk about a guy that was just such a player's coach. And uh, we were always very prepared. We were always very organized. And uh, uh, I believe we went we went 10-1 and one and uh, won the state championship uh, that last year that I was there. And I think that was the first state championship for the community college had won in like 25 years. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had a couple of good receivers. I don't know if you remember <laughs> a Larry Braxton. Larry Kendrick. <laughs> Uh, we had Jerron Fountain, man, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a pretty good football team. Mm-hmm. Now I, I interrupted you, Coach. So go ahead, man. With you, you were, I'm sorry. I'll do that from time to time, but I couldn't let those <laughs> memories go back, <laughs> go by. Yeah, we had we had some fun times there for sure. But you know, uh, my first you know job, I got hired at Purvis Central out of college in 2005. That was the same year that uh, that Katrina hit. And I ended up working there for Michael Bradley in 05 and 06. And whenever Coach Bradley uh, got the head coaching job at New Hope High School in Columbus, um, it was, uh, you know, he asked me to go, man. And I never, you know, I never batted an eye about moving 280 miles away from home, away from everything I've ever known and anybody I'd ever known to, uh, to go help him because I believed in him. Uh, you know, I believed in his plan and, I've always been attracted to uh, the challenges, you know, and uh, and he has his, he's been a guy that's never backed down from one. He's uh, he's always went to programs that weren't very successful, and whenever he leaves, they're always better than than they were when he found them. And uh, uh, so I stayed there for five years, and then I came to Poplarville uh, in 2011. Uh, I think they were in 2010. They were 0 and 10. Mm-hmm. And in 2011, I uh, stayed there for uh, three years as the defensive coordinator and spent four years as the offensive coordinator at Poplarville. And uh, had a lot of great memories there and met, met a lot of great people and a lot of great young men um, and had a lot of great experiences. Um, and uh, now I'm here, man. And, Jacob, you described – Back home. Yeah, back home where you played. And, and I'll camp back out because, you know, I was – a I knew you when you were at Pearl River Community College as, as a coach there and then uh, getting to see your work as the offensive coordinator uh, most recently at Popperville. All of what you've described there, that background, how has that prepared you um, for what you've seen this first uh, spring, summer, and now as we – I hate the uh, – it's hard to call it fall as hot as it is, but uh, as season is only less than a month away, how have all this experience helped prepare you for this moment? Well, I think if you know, if you look at my background, you look at my experience, I think, um, you know, I don't I, – I can't say if we'll win a game, Clay, I don't know, but I believe that the experience that I've, that I've had and the the people that I've met and the experiences that I've had as a coach have, have made me tailor-made for this position. Um, you know, it's a program that's uh, Forever Central is a program right now that has experienced has experienced success uh, recently. But uh, you know, the past couple of years they've kind of fallen on hard times. You know, especially last season, and, 
I kind of came into it kind of, uh, you know, expecting to, uh, you know, to see some things. And, you know, it's, that's kind of, you know, most of that's been pretty, pretty spot on. And um, hopefully we get, you know, a few of those things changed and we have a better outcome. And we're visiting with Coach Owen, first-year head coach up at Pearl River Central PRC Blue Devils. And you describe a unique situation and uh, and being a part of a rebuild in Popperville that is uh, pretty similar uh, to what you're walking into there in career. How is the community and the kids – because I know you, man. I've seen it firsthand. I know you're going to coach hard and coach with passion and coach with intensity. How has that been received so far, uh, Jacob, in your in your time back in the blue? It's it's been received pretty well. You know, I think it's an adjustment for the kids. You know, anytime you change coaches, um, I don't care. You know, if you're going from if you're going from the best coach in the world. To, you know, to someone else, or if you're going from a young one to an old one, anytime there's a transition, transition there, uh, you know, change is hard. Uh, change is tough for you know, for everybody. Change is hard for for kids. Change is hard for adults. Um, but I believe we've been received uh, that I've been received quite well. And you know, some of the things that were some of the changes that we're trying to make and implement. You know, uh, the parents have been very helpful. Uh, the community's been very been very helpful. Um, there's not a shortage of parents that want to pitch in and help. Um, you know, we want to get the the, the seventh and the eighth grade parents and the, and the junior high more involved with the high school program. We don't want to be two separate programs. Uh, there's a bit of a disconnect there. That's one thing that I would like to see you know see changed. Uh, you know, we're all one program, seven through twelve, working for the same thing. And that's for our kids to have, you know, the best opportunity to be successful. Um, you know, but for the most part, the kids have had a, you know, had a great attitude. Attendance uh, has been has been pretty good this summer. We averaged about, you know, 55 to 65 kids a day in the weight room, uh, and that's that's ninth grade through twelfth grade. Um, but it's been a it's been a good experience. You know, Jacob, and you're talking about the the seventh and eighth grade program and the and the and the support of the parents and creating one program. Uh, I'm going to be part of that regime with the seventh and eighth grade. I'm going to have a uh, a young man up there under under your tutelage and under your coaching staff, which is uh, kind of neat for me to see the uh, ins and outs and go behind the scenes with you and some of the coaching staff as we do this. But talk a little bit about the, the spring coming when, when you came in to the, to the program as the head coach. I know you've seen film and you've heard names of some of these kids. So what was some of the things as you prepared for and experienced and accomplished your first spring game as it was in an in-house scrimmage of blue and white as a first-year head coach? Well, coming in, I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want to judge anybody or pin, you know, pin anybody down into in starting in any position or, or even, you know, things that you may have heard about this kid or that kid. You know, you're going to hear a lot of things. I'm sure you guys probably hear a lot of things about me, um, but <laughs> I wanted to learn from. You. We may be out there putting it out there, Coach. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you never know. Oh but, uh, man. You know, I didn't want to. <laughs> I didn't want to to prejudge anything. I wanted to to maintain an as open mind as possible uh, and be as positive as I could be, while also being as real as I could be. 
um, which to me has been the biggest struggle uh, being a first-year head coach is, uh, you know, coming into a situation and coming into uh, you know, I, I, I hate to even mention it you know, because we don't talk about it. You know? We don't talk about, you know, last season. We don't talk about the past. The past is the past. The future is the future. And today's today. And we don't worry about, you know, what happened before. We want to try to have a positive attitude, but at the same time, you know, you got to be realistic. You know, you see something that's got to change, uh, then it needs to be changed, and it's got to be addressed, and you can't wait until, you know, the next day. It's got to be addressed then. Um, we've got some kids that were, you know, we had a kid playing. He was a starting guard last year on the offensive line at Purvis Central, and this year he's starting at wide receiver. Wow. You know, I got got there, and he was, you know, one of the fastest kids we had on the roster. Um and, you know, he played he played guard because he was, you know, he's gritty, you know, and he's tough and he's, you know, he's a little smaller, but he gets after it. Um, but he's going he's gonna to start at defensive end for us probably this year and he's going to play a little wide receiver. So that's just that's just one situation right there where, you know, uh, I told the kids too, you know, when whenever, whenever I walked through that door and I became your head coach, then we've got to – you got to be open-minded, and you've got to be receptive to change. Uh, and I was talking mainly to to the seniors. You know, those are the ones that it's really hard on. Um, our guys that uh, that's had three different coaches in four years. Um, you know, I want them guys to be receptive and be open-minded to to us putting them in any any position or any place in order for the team to be successful. Um, Coach, you've talked about change. You mentioned it in one of your comments earlier. It's, it's hard on uh, kids. Sometimes it can be hard on adults. Uh, what I'm getting at is, is an open-mindedness is what you've just talked about there. Talk to us about the staff, uh, in particular your defensive coordinator, uh, Chris Penton. These are some guys that have uh, been through some change. You you part of that change. How have they responded, and, and what is your staff going to look like, Coach? And if you want to uh, name some particulars, I know Chris on the defensive side, um, but if you want to get into some of your specifics with the staff and the way that they've helped you, you've helped them, and the way that it's gone with your staff so far. Well, you know, when, when you come into a completely a completely new situation, you, you rely a lot on on input from from staff about you know this kid, you know this kid right here didn't show up at all last summer. This kid right here's really strong, but you know he didn't play real hard. And you know you try to you know coach them things up and try to address them things. So you know having a staff that's knowledgeable of you know the kids that are on your roster uh, and relying on their opinion is, is very valuable. Um, in that first year, uh, I couldn't honestly, you know, you know, I've I've been thinking about being a head coach for a long time, and I've always wondered about, you know, what my staff would look like, and uh, I couldn't be any more blessed. I couldn't be any more happy. Mm-hmm. Uh, God has has really blessed me with a great staff. You know, Coach Penton is one of the hardest working football coaches that that I've ever seen. Um, he's very intense. Uh, he gets, you know, he's he's what you want in a defensive coordinator. He's he's very knowledgeable. He watches a lot of film, um, and he he's, he gets his kids to play hard. 
Um, Coach Lee Smith is helping him. Also, he's coaching defensive backs, Coach Lance Lyon. Um, he's coaching uh, defensive tackles. Uh, Coach Randy Brown uh, is coaching defensive ends. Uh, Cody Spears is a student assistant. He played at Purvis Central. Uh, he's got two years left in school, but he comes and he helps us uh, on the defensive front, whether it be at tackle or defensive end. Uh, but we have a, a great defensive staff. Uh, on the offensive side of the ball, we got Justin Thones. Uh, he came over from Forest County. He's going to coach our offensive backs, and that's, that's been a, a real blessing because, you know, Forest County ran the wing tee last year. Yeah. So you know, I didn't really have to teach him anything, you know, as far as, you know, you know blocking and footwork and things like that. He's, you know, pretty familiar with it. Uh, Trevor Lee is a first-year coach. He's going to be coaching wide receivers. Um, he's an ex-military guy, and uh, when I interviewed him, I asked him one question. You know, I said, why do you want to coach? He said, I want to make a difference in kids' lives. Mm. And that yeah. was it. Yeah. I said, you got the job. You know, he didn't <laughs> hey, say anything about winning. He didn't say nothing about it. He just, you know, he wants to be a difference in kids' lives, and I think that's very important. Uh, and I think all the guys on our staff, you know, want that. Uh, Austin Darden, you know, he played quarterback for us at Pompeville. He's also mm-hmm. a student assistant. He's going to be helping with quarterbacks. Uh, that's pretty That's pretty special right there, mm-hmm. you know. Kind of starting to feel old. I used to coach the kid, oh, and now he's man. coaching with me. Mm. But uh, he's very dependable, and uh, he gets after it as well. High-energy guys, too. I mean, just I know about half, maybe more of the guys that you've mentioned there, and – uh, Trevor comes to mind. Chris certainly comes to mind. Austin, seeing him action, just uh, Lee. I've actually had a chance to play some basketball and compete against him. These are some high intensity uh, guys. Coach, am I right? Yes, yeah, sir. They're guys that you know they like to compete. You know, and they ain't afraid to get up in you when you need it. Mm-hmm. But you know, they'll also put their arm around your neck and let you know that you know that they care about you and why they're doing it. You know, which is very you know very important. Uh, kids got to be kids got to know that they care about and I believe we got guys that when our, when our kids leave the field house every day I feel like that, that we do a great job of letting our kids know that, that they're cared about yeah I could definitely see that uh, from that group and, and from yourself just seeing you in action as well too being setting that tone as the leader there as we're speaking with Jacob Owen head coach at Pearl River Central and uh Coach, let's talk X's and O's a little bit. Uh, on the offensive side, we'll go there. You've already mentioned it. Uh, the wing tee, an offense that I know that you're passionate about and that you've seen uh, at this level have great success. I imagine that that's what y'all will be in, uh, being in when y'all roll out uh, against Hancock is in that wing tee formation. Is that a safe bet, Coach? No, we kind of changed it up a little bit. Me and Coach Hatton had a talk. Yeah, gonna, I'm uh, sure Neil Lawler's <laughs> going to listen to this and roll them big eyes at him and say, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> no, man, we're going to be uh, we're gonna be simple as apple pie. We're going to be in the wing tee, and it's going to be a fairly simple version of it. And uh, hopefully we're, we're pretty good at, at what we do by the time by the time we play that first game. Uh, and I know yeah, we're we got, a, we got, I know we're a little while out, Coach. But you have some names that you want to 
maybe throw out there, some guys that are going to uh, tote and touch the football for you? Uh, yeah, we got um, you know Cody Whitehead. He's he's gonna start at fullback for us. Um, he's uh, he's a senior. He he's played a little a little bit in the backfield last year. He's also played some linebacker. Um, we got a junior, uh, Dietrich Spikes, uh, playing a running back position. Um, you talk about yeah. old. I played basketball with his dad, Jacob. Yeah, his yeah, well, was a good athlete. His son's a, and he's a great young man. Um, he uh. We did Baddest Devil today. I think he had the longest standing broad jump. He's standing broad jump nine feet three inches, and he's, <laughs> he's only about five foot five Jesus. foot five inches tall. Mm. So that that's pretty amazing. Um, you know, uh, wing back Ryan Bradley's gonna get some some touches, and uh, Ty Herring, uh, he'll be a sophomore. He's probably gonna see some time there as well. Uh, you know, we got we still got some questions, Clay. You know, we still got some competitions that are that are open. You know, I'm not ready to sit down here right now and 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 pencil in every starter at every position. Um, you know, but we do have some guys that have a firm grip uh, on their spot, and it's not necessarily because uh, of ability in a lot of spots as much as it is about commitment uh, and consistency. You know, if if a guy is very talented. Uh, but he's not committed and he's not consistent and he can't play. You know, uh, we want guys that are going to be committed and we want guys that are going to be consistent, and those are the ones that we're going to depend on. Coach, we've already mentioned it. You get started uh, when we look at the schedule moving forward. You get started against a, a team in Hancock that was really good a year ago, winning a game in the uh, playoffs and – I hate to say it doesn't get a whole lot easier after that. You've got Popperville, who you're very familiar with, probably going to be uh, an emotional night against a really good football team in week two. Then you've got Forest County, uh, and then St. Stanislaus, the Rocket Charles, a team that were uh, really good last year. Popperville was able to defeat them, and I believe that was the third round of the playoffs. And then you get into arguably the one of the best districts in the state, if not the best. So, um, <laughs> Coach, don't hang up on me, but I'm going to ask you about your schedule and your district. So, let's right. just kind of break that down. All right. Uh, yeah, we got, uh, you know, the first game of the year is Hancock. And, uh, you know, after that, they kind of all just kind of get, you know, twisted. <laughs> uh, I know we got Popperville the second game. We got Forest County. We got St. Stanislaus. Um, you know, I think six of the six of the five teams on our schedule um, all have new head coaches next year. Uh, I want to say there's four or five in our district total mm -hmm. uh, that have new head coaches. Um, uh, we we got a tough one. You know, Hancock is is coming off of a great season. Um, Coach Lawler over there and. Uh, Coach Hopgood and all them guys—they do—they do a fantastic job, and they're great football coaches. And we know that you know Hancock's going to be prepared on both sides of the football. Um, Poplarville is, you know, a great football program. Uh, they're going to be extremely prepared. They've got a great team coming back. Uh, uh, I want to say something like 26, 27 seniors mm -hmm. coming back on that team. Uh, I'll have two nephews starting over there. Uh, one of them starting at fullback and linebacker, Zach Owen, and one of them starting at offensive tackle, Tyler Mata. 
Two um, great football players, too, Coach. We saw Zach actually run the ball a little bit in the spring game and look good uh, doing it, too, against uh, Coach Hatton's Crestview Club in the spring. He looked good in the backfield, man. Yeah, he's he's just he's a good football player, man. He's he's all the way around. He's really he really blossomed in the weight room uh, during the off season. And I knew if he ever got a little confidence uh, that he'd be you know he's going to be hard to handle. Uh, and I think he found some confidence in the spring. Uh, that was evident, I think, in the spring game. Uh, so you know we're 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 not looking forward to that one for you know for for other reasons than them guys being a, a good football team. Uh, you know it's, that's going to be that's going to be a different night. You know I know that that uh, I'm not expecting them guys to. Uh, you know, they're we're going to hate each other that night, <laughs> and, uh, and there won't be no doubt. And they they won't expect anything less out of me, and I don't expect anything less out of them. Um, but you know, Forest County's got a new head coach. They're going to be very good. Brad Calco, uh, Stanislaus has got a new head coach. Nathan Incapar. Uh, Incapar was the defensive coordinator against Stanis, uh, for Stanislaus last year when we mm-hmm. played him in the third round. It was tough. It was tough to move the ball on them. Um, Wes Harrison is going to be better. Uh, Quincy Patrick's over there. He was a firm essential on Diablo He's a fantastic football coach. They're going to be much improved. Uh, Long Beach, their new head coach is Philip Pigott. Uh, he comes from Pedal. Mm-hmm. Pedal's no stranger to winning. You know, uh, Gaucher. Uh, got a new coach, Marcus High, and Gaucher's always got great athletes. You know, Wayne County's, you know, Wayne County. Yep. Um, you know, they're always going to have a lot of athletes. And, uh, Picayune's going to be, uh, you know, Picayune's Picayune. They got Coach Lee over there. I think he, he's won about 3,000 football games <laughs> uh, as a head coach. Um, you got Coach Feaster over at Stone, who does a fantastic job. Tony Vant, Hattiesburg, who's, you know, supposedly, you know, from what I've heard from everybody is you know Hattiesburg's got you know the best team in, in 5A South coming back well if you read um, so. I mean you know if you look at preseason polls for what that's worth in high school football and a couple that I've seen have Hattiesburg top 10 the one I read I guess yesterday had Hattiesburg number two so uh, as you described they must be uh, have a lot coming back from a really good club last year yeah yeah they do and uh, you know Coach Vance Good coach as well, and he, uh, he's gonna have them have them ready. They're coming off of a, a, a state championship appearance, um, and they're gonna be. You know, there are no you know there are no weak sisters on this schedule <laughs> by any means. Uh, there, there's no such thing as a gimme, um, but uh, that's the same for everybody else. You know, that's, that's not the same for us. You know, the great thing about right now is we're zero and zero. We got a chance to. We got a chance to make this season as good as we want it, and uh, we're going to try to do everything we can to put our put ourselves in a position to to, to be competitive. Coach, um, if you would, I know y'all have got a golf tournament coming up. I believe it's this weekend. If there's anything, this this is kind of uh, your pay for being on the program with us tonight. If you want to pump anything out uh, that you want said to your boosters or to promote uh, the upcoming golf tournament um, now's definitely the time to do that coach I know with high school programs uh, even at the 5a level uh, funding for any and everything is is something that y'all kind of wear the hat 
four, and y'all have a ton on your plate already. But talk to – and if you would, I'm going to give you that opportunity. But as the head guy, as the head coach, is that a little bit uh, different, Jake? I feel like I'm safe spot with you to ask that. Is, is that different to have to worry some of those worries that you might not have had as the offensive coordinator? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, you throw, it's not only that, you know, it's it's purchasing, it's taking care of the game field, it's organizing a booster club, it's fundraising, uh, you know, transportation. It's too much for one man, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. You know, you you got to have a great staff and you got to have people that you can delegate things to. You know, this this golf tournament, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take any credit for that whatsoever. Coach Darden came up to me and uh, he said, Coach, I got a great idea. I know how we can make some money. He said, we can have a golf tournament. I said, you know what? That sounds awesome. Get after it. <laughs> and he got after it. I think he's he's knocked on it. He's been to every single business in Pro River County uh, trying to solicit donations and sponsorships for this tournament. Uh, and uh, I can't thank him enough you know, for his commitment to, uh, to that and, and getting it fixed up. Um, uh, oh, um, he's had a lot of help with it too. Uh, the uh, insurance agency there in town, uh, yo, DC Alfred. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. gonna say. You said good help, and then I was thinking DC till you said that, and I was like, well, maybe it's not DC, but I, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, DC's a good guy, man. <laughs> Oh, D.C. will kill me if he'll listen to this. I've, I've pestered him. That, that'll be the way I know if D.C.'s finally listened to one of these things. So we'll, we'll keep that yeah. a secret and see if he if he knows that he was on the backside of that joke there. So, Well, if he don't, next time we'll talk bad about it. <laughs> That's exactly right, Coach. But, uh, no, man, um, yeah, that, but that, that's, that is a different part of it. And uh, we're excited about our, you know, our golf tournament. We're going to have a two-man scramble. Uh, Friday morning, we're going to have coaches and, and players out there helping with it and putting it on. Um, so uh, I think it's uh, 150 a team or $75 a person. Um, if you can golf a little bit, we'd appreciate you coming out there. And, and uh, there, there's all kind of door prizes and stuff that we're giving out. And, uh, Coach, uh, Coach Darden's really done a good job of putting it together. And that's out at Millbrook, and I know that it's out on PRC's uh, football uh, Facebook page too. So if people want to go check it out, uh, they are show show up at Millbrook on Friday, as you've described, Coach, and support the Blue Devils. I'll say this, Jacob, I asked how you've been uh, received just from your vantage point, but everything we hear, man, from my side is just uh, lights out as far as the enthusiasm around the program, just fired up about. Um, the way you and your staff have, have started off there. And, um, and and not not to say expectations. I think people know that it may take some time, but just the way that y'all have come in there uh, with the attitude uh, that y'all have, uh, have just heard nothing but uh, good things out about the the program and the direction it's headed. Absolutely. And, you know, I'd be, I'd be lying if, if, if I said that, we're going to experience some tough times. We're going to experience some growing pains. Uh, you know, everything's great right now. That's what's great about the, the beginning of the season is everybody's undefeated. Yep. You know, everybody's optimistic. Everybody's going to win the state championship. Uh, but like Mike Tyson said, you know, everybody's got a plan that you get punched in the mouth. <laughs> yep. uh, you know, mm-hmm. how are we going to 
how are we going to handle the hard times? How are we going to adjust? How are we going to handle adversity? Not just as a you know, not just as a football team, but as a coaching staff and as a you know, as a community. Uh, you know, can we stay together? You know, can we weather the storm? Can we get arm in arm and, and, and go and move forward toward you know toward a common goal? Uh, that's going to be our our challenge. Well, they've got, in my mind, the right guy for the job for that, and we certainly appreciate our relationship with you, Jacob, and you spending some time with us tonight. We'd like to do this a couple more times throughout the year, if you can carve out some time for us, but we certainly appreciate you jumping on the podcast tonight. Well, I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys again very much for everything that you guys have done. Uh, to promote football in Perver County and the, the things that you guys do to to make football a big deal for uh, for the young men at Poplarville and Perver Central and Picayune. Thank you, Coach. We certainly appreciate it. Hey, right, thanks, Coach. Hey, right, and tell Jason uh, I'm mad he didn't take me on a fishing trip. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't the only one. You notice he ain't on tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> oh man, thank you, Jacob. All right, All right, thanks, Coach. Thank you uh, to Jacob, and thank you to Greg's Tow Biz servicing Pearl River County. If you have a vehicle that has to go, call Greg's Tow Biz for a tow. The number to reach Greg's Tow Biz is 601-337-2300. That number again is 601-337. 2300. That's Greg's Tow Biz servicing Pearl River County for all your towing needs. And another, uh, another, uh, I guess, a uh, alert or a uh, something to throw out tonight uh, for our listeners is the Picayune Youth Football uh, League is doing a flag football um, a, a league for the youth in this area. It's going to be fifty dollars a kid, and they're registering. Uh, they're going to register on July the 24th from 5 to 8 at the Picayune High School practice field, and they're also going to have registration this Saturday from 9 to 1 at Robertson Brothers Dealership. All you have to do uh, is bring a copy of your birth certificate if you haven't played uh, before in this league. So uh, it's going to be a, a flag football, uh, you know, game, and it's going to be it's going to be fun uh, for all the kids out there, and that's a uh, that's brought to you by the Robertson Brothers, Josh and Jeremy. Robertson Brothers right there on Highway 11 in Picayune. Yep, and uh, Josh and Jeremy and the whole staff and crew over at Robertson Brothers has been so good to the podcast. Our first uh, sponsor, really kind of unsolicited from uh, that crew over there, and Josh and Jeremy always supporting local sports and jumped in and helped us. So anything we can do uh, to promote things that they're doing to help youth in our community, we're definitely – uh, going to do. And speaking of promoting events and things that are going on in our community, the Picayune Chamber of Commerce is going to host a Pigskin uh, preview that's hosted along with Coast Electric, Mississippi Power, the KC Hall, and Dockside Seafood. The date on that is August the 9th. That's a Thursday. And what it's going to be, Jeff, is um, Pearl River Community College. Coach Edgar uh, will be there. The three high school uh, coaches in our community from Popperville, PRC, from Picayune, Jay Beach, Jacob Owen, and Dodd Lee are scheduled uh, to be there. And just give a five- or ten-minute little preview 
uh, of what their teams have coming into the season and gets them in, in front of some people in the community and uh, really revs up the, the pride and the um, enthusiasm that this community has for uh, football. So that's a Thursday night, August 9th. That will be at the Casey Hall here in Picayune. That will uh, begin at 6, and it's um, co-sponsored by the Picayune Chamber of Commerce, Casey Hall, Dockside Seafood, Mississippi Power, and Coast Electric. And uh, if you're a business owner in the surrounding greater uh, Picayune area and you're not a member of the Chamber of Commerce, you're missing out on all the benefits of the Chamber and you're missing out on a relationship with the executive director there, uh, Terry Favre. Terry, one of our biggest supporters and cheerleaders of, of this show, has always supported us. And uh, So if you're a business, that's a commercial for the Chamber. Uh, go by and see Terry or, or get signed up. Um, and it's, it's a drop in the bucket to the benefits that you'll receive for being a member of the chamber. And, and we mentioned, look, we're doing Pearl River uh, County heavy previews right now. We did Pomperville last week. If you missed that episode, that was outstanding uh, information from Jay Beach and Jason Baker. Tonight, I thought we got a lot out of uh, Jacob Owen. Got learned a lot about his Blue Devil Club. Uh, next week, we plan to preview Picayune. So we're based here in Picayune is where the podcast is based out of. We see from the um, from the numbers that we're being listened to throughout the state and even further than that, Jeff. So uh, we promise when we get started back in our regular routine that we will hit statewide sports and still camp out on some of the local high school action here. But we thought this would be a neat opportunity to preview each of our uh, local high schools. So we hope that uh, you're enjoying these um, the local feel and getting to hear from our local head coaches. I think it's a neat insight. I hope our listeners are enjoying it. Yeah, it's it really is a great uh, insight to get and uh, are you know able to interview these coaches and get a kind of behind the scenes uh, look and feel about what's going on in their program and also to all the Pro River Central Blue Devil supporters. If you're not able to make it to the games, if you're not able to go out and set up there in the stadiums where they're their home or away and support the Blue Devils, but your Blue Devil pride runs deep. You can always tune in uh, to WRJWradio.com or the WRJW app and listen to the voice of the Blue Devils, Eli Oder, as he does play-by-play for WRJW. He does a great job up there. So there's uh, media outlets uh, available uh, for you as a Blue Devil fan and supporter to listen to the games and follow the Blue Devils, even if you're not able to set, uh, set in the stands, look. Yep, and uh, WRJW does a good job uh, hosting Picune, Pearl River Central, and then also us with the Popperville broadcast. And as you've mentioned there, Eli and his crew will follow uh, the Blue Devils, and I'm sure Coach Owen will give them great uh, access to the program and to the kids, so that should be a lot of fun to follow along uh, with them. And that's this uh, week's episode and this week's episode uh, is the Pro River Central preview and so we thank Jacob Owen once again for his time. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode brought to you by Pearl River Community College, Katie Cake and Company, and Robertson Brothers Used Cars. Stay tuned for more episodes in the weeks to come.